Hey friends, thank you so much for tuning in to today's broadcast. You know, we're fully listener supported, which means that we can't do the work that we're doing unless we have your support. Please pray about becoming a monthly partner to this ministry. We are affecting the lives of many people by the grace of God. And in order for us to expand or even to stay doing what we're doing, we need your help. Thank you so much for prayerfully considering to become a partner. We truly appreciate you and bless you in Jesus' name. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I am excited about our next guest because she's a dear friend, and she's actually one of the producers at Sid Roth's It's Supernatural. We've known each other for a while. Her family's amazing. But what I've seen over the course of the last couple of years is the Lord is expanding her territory. And I want to tell you why, because she's got a pure heart and she really has a desire to please the Lord, to serve the Lord. And the scripture says, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. This woman of God is not trying to build a kingdom. She's trying to build the kingdom. And that's the difference. And there's an anointing on her. And I just believe that the Lord is going to continue to expand her territory. Very proud of her. And uh, I want to welcome Jackie Duvall to the show. Jackie, welcome back. Thank you for having me back. Oh, it's a blessing. And it's just uh, a lot has happened since uh, the last time you've been on. And we've just been seeing the Lord expanding your territory and putting a lot of what we call remnant people in, in your path and in our orbit. And he's connecting this amazing remnant community globally all around the world. Um, why don't you just uh, welcome the folks and just tell them a little bit about what God's doing? Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I work at a ministry called It's Supernatural. Been here for about um, 13 years now. And um, it's just been amazing over the past 13 years. And even over these, like you said, this past couple of years, just to see how the Lord is moving, you know, especially, especially these last two years where it seems like there's just been like really dark times that we've been experiencing as a nation, even as a church um, and just seeing the Lord uh, moving even in the most darkest times. And when you look at the, the scriptures, there's time after time where it seemed hopeless and it seemed like, like there was just no way God could move. And that's when God steps in because that's when God gets the glory. And so it's yes. just been uh, really amazing to see um, that, you know, in those situations where it just seems like it's the darkest is where God's glory shines the brightest. Isn't that the truth? And that's where um, I was talking to Mario Murillo about this, actually. You know, um, the, the church has been speaking a lot of doom and gloom. And while there mm -hmm. is there's definitely an urgency uh, on the yep. heart of the remnant. You know, the remnant should have an urgency because there's a lot going on in the world, but we come from a position of victory and we come from a position of strength being in Jesus Christ. So I really feel like the Lord is, is calling the church to come out from among the world, the Babylon system. But to your point, uh, a lot of people are discouraged and I know the Lord has been putting this on your heart. Why don't you kind of talk about that and what he's been speaking to you? Yeah, I think that people have been, a lot more weary lately because they put their hope and trust in different systems that may not be the Lord. They may look like the Lord, but they're not, you know, right. for instance, yeah, I would sometimes put faith, my faith in even some prophetic words that I thought were really true. And I, you know, we'll get too much into that, but you know, it's like, there were times like that I would get hopeless because these words were not coming to pass. And I'm like, God, I thought you said this was going to happen. And, and I'd realized it wasn't God saying that, you know, and I like to think of it this way. You know, if we put the Lord, um, put ourselves in the Lord's shoes, you know, if someone were to say about us, you know, um, thus, you know, like Jackie says this or Pastor Todd right. says not right. something that we'd be frustrated. And I can't imagine what it's like for the Lord that, you know, people are saying this is the Lord and it's not really him. And so that's one thing people have been putting their trust in maybe certain things. You know, again, I love prophetic words, but maybe certain things that weren't from the Lord 
um, and they haven't been getting into the scriptures. And I love how much you talk about getting into the word. You know, when I get into the word, actually, my faith gets built more than when I hear someone else prophesying something, because this is it, it's, it's true. Like what the Lord says is true. He's not a man that he shall lie. And there's one scripture after another uh, of encouragement. And I like to even go into the Psalms because David was experiencing so many hard situations and he wasn't the only writer of the Psalms, of course, but he wrote so many of them and, I'm, and we can relate to them. We, we can relate to some of the emotions he felt, but he would always talk about praising the Lord in the midst of the circumstance. And so well, I want to encourage people, if you're, if you're dealing with discouragement, you know, get into the word, get into the presence of God and start praising the Lord. Um, and it and it drives the enemy nuts when he sees us praising God, even in the midst of really hard circumstances that doesn't make any sense. You know, we need to praise him before the victory comes because Come God is victory for us. That's so good. You're so right. And I think uh, a lot of people have been pressured. You know, I was, I was talking about this. There, there's a there's an element of pressure for content creators that are out right. there today to come up with content every day, you know, and, um, you know, I kind of got pulled into this because, you know, the people say, oh, I haven't heard from you today or are you OK? Or and that's good. They're, they care about me. There's nothing bad or wrong about that. But, it, it, you know, there's a lot of people that say that I'm talking, you know, a lot of people messaging me and, hey, are you OK? So it puts a pressure if you're out there to just put out content. And I think this is what's happening even with some in the prophetic world is that they're also being pressured to put out content. And so what happens <laughs> is why that's dangerous is because uh, especially in the prophetic is prophetic word is literally supposed to be from the voice of God, from the heart of God. And so if you're being pressured as a prophet or somebody out there, you know, that's walking in the prophetic to put out some type of content every day, that's where it can be dangerous because sometimes God's not speaking, you know, you, Right. I mean, he's always speaking if you go in his word, but you, you might not get a big prophetic word every day and that's okay. So I think this is where we have to be careful. And what the Lord said to me is he said, Todd, don't just put out content to put out content. If you put out one video that has the anointing of the Holy spirit, that's better than putting out 10 videos that don't, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So it really mm -hmm. checked me, Jackie. And, and I think what you said is just so profound because I think we're in a stage now where many are getting this or at least starting to get it. And it's because of voices like yours that are out there that are saying, Hey, we need a course correct. And that's okay. You right. know, it's okay to course correct. We've got to be teachable. What do you say about all that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. We definitely need to be teachable. I, I've seen a lot of pride in, in ministry and in, in different ministries because they, you know, they kind of those like, for instance, again, prophetic words, like if they, if it didn't come to pass, I've seen some who will repent and humble themselves. Yeah. And then I've seen some who, who will just keep standing on it as if it's the gospel, you know, you know, almost becomes like, you know, even for me, I was, I was listening to some of these words more than reading the Bible, which wow. is scary because as I was making it almost like that was the gospel. Mm -hmm. um, and so we, we, you're totally right. We definitely need to have this humility and be correctable and course correct. God's done that with me so much over these last two years, yes. especially over this last year. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's so important that we're really saying what the Lord is saying, you know, and you look at Moses, you look at all these different people, they had to speak for the Lord, they had to say directly what the Lord is saying. And I know we're here, we're in the New Testament, and I know there's, there is more grace. However, it's still very important that when we say, you know, the Lord is saying this, that the Lord is really saying that, you know, and that we're not putting words in God's mouth, because again, it does bring discouragement, because for me, it was like this roller coaster ride. Where I would feel like, you know, like, oh, I'm excited about this word. It didn't happen. And I it was, I would get so discouraged. And I'm more encouraged now getting back into the word instead of this other stuff. 
And so I just want to encourage people to just really, you know, focus more on the word. It's great to listen to other people having that content out there, but read the word more. And I'm even encouraging myself more to get even more into it, you know, because that's the truth. That's the real truth. And then when you hear a prophetic word, just, you know, compare it and see if it lines up with a word. Yes. Such sound advice. It reminds me of Dr. Hayford. That's what he used to say. And I really admired him because he would keep a balance and a focus. Mm -hmm. And it was very word centered, even though we operate in the prophetic, we believe in the prophetic. And I'm not just picking on the prophetic. There's there's a lot of pastors that say false things, too. And, uh, you know, look, if I said something false, I'm gonna tell you right now, my mentors, my elders, everybody would reach out to me and say, hey, Todd, you need to correct that. And I'd have to, you know, because otherwise Mm -hmm. I'd be off. And so I think we all have to do that. And it's we're not attacking a person or even trying to beat beat a dead horse here. The problem is this has become a major focus currently in the body. And so I just think we just need to make sure we're always going to the word. Like you said, um, you know, we always say test the spirits, go to the word of God, make sure it bears witness in your spirit and in the word of God. And, you know, I even say in the mouth of two more witnesses, your word will be established because that's what the scripture said. So it it also should be confirmed. So very, very good stuff. Uh, A lot of your posts. There is an anointing on your posts, and I really believe that's because you do spend time in the secret place and in the word. And that's why the Lord has expanded your territory, uh, you know, just ecstatic to see what he's doing and, in, in, you know, making the platform larger. And it's because I know your heart and you're such a pure vessel. And it just it really uh, blesses me to see as a pastor that, you know, really appreciates you. You know, um, you've seen the good, the bad and the ugly in the church, Jack. You've been around, you know, and. You talked about pride, and this is a, another issue. You know, there's a lot of preachers that are prideful. Let's just be real. Um, you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Um, what are some of the things that you've done to to navigate all this over the years? Well, it's good to remind ourselves, you know, like that the humble, they're going to get the, get the grace from the Lord. They're the ones that get the power from the Lord. When we are full of pride, we're, we're hindering the move of God's spirit. We're hindering the power of God from flowing through us. And right. so... We, I think about it like that, you know, like, cause, cause believe me, like, I think we've all dealt with pride. I definitely have at right. times. So um, when I remind myself of that, you know, and, and it is good to, you know, observe how other ministries act and be like, okay, Lord, I want to, I want to learn from that. Do maybe do that that way and do this. Don't do it that way. They're doing it, you know, but of course I don't want to get critical, but, but it has helped to definitely be able to observe different things. Of course, really stay in the presence of God. It helps me to have, you know, um, good, solid mentors in my life. You know, I appreciate um, your mentorship in my life, too. And so um, it's good to also have um, prayer partners. You know, I have a, a friend and we like to really pray together, yeah. um, you know, often. And and right. so just like you can be accountable to and people that encourage you to read the word more, people that encourage you to really get in the presence of God, people that encourage you that if you're if you're getting a little off track to say, you know, maybe see what the word says, see what Holy Spirit says about that, you know? And so I just thought that, that all that has really, really helped me. Right. What do you do when, when discouragement tries to come on you? What do you do when the enemy's messing with your mind? How do you, how do you thwart that? One big thing is worship music. You know, I've really noticed like, just like, just even a few minutes of a worship song playing can totally change the atmosphere. I've had times like where a spirit of heaviness will set in for various reasons even one time when i had covid and um there was like this spirit of heaviness that set in when i had covid just because of being like isolated for several days right, and i remember right. even putting worship music on almost like an experiment i was just like let's see what happens now you know and and that heaviness lifted and so um that always helps you know quoting the word 
out loud, speaking it out loud, or even hearing an audio Bible um, helps. Um, definitely praise. Uh, speaking in tongues has really helped mm. me too. But that definitely builds my faith. Um, and, you know, just I could speak directly to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can be praying through me. Um, even things that I don't even know that he's praying through me that are amazing things. So um, just really any of those things, of course, um, if I'm really dealing with discouragement, I'll, I'll, I'll text somebody and say, can you be praying for me too? Right. So it always right. helps. Yes. Uh, let's shift gears a little bit. The other day you posted a post that got a lot of attention. You talked about once saved, always saved and how that's an incorrect doctrine. What put, why that, you know, come on your heart and what, what kind of developed from that post? It's actually something I've, you know, of course, I believed all my life that it, that it was not right, that once they've always said it's not right. And um, I maybe have said something on Facebook a uh, maybe a long time ago about that. But I I felt like, you know what, I'm just going to go for it and just <laughs> it. Right. Um, because because I've noticed that sometimes I do hold back on some things because I know that it's just going to make some people mad. Um, and I mean, you're you know, really bold, Jackie. I mean, there's not a lot of people that are as bold as you. I saw you put up a post about stirring the pot. I totally can relate to that. You know, I mean, you drop yeah. some bombs on there and, and if anybody knows you, I mean, you're sweet, you're kind, you know, it's not like you're, uh, you know, anything. I mean, you're just a very kind, sweet person, but you're putting out truth and you're doing it boldly. So it's such a amazing balance because, you know, you're not mean spirited at all. You're not trying to attack anybody. I know you personally, and that's not at all how you are. But yet you're saying some very hard truths. Uh, mm -hmm. What happens when you drop a bomb like that on Facebook? What, what what happens when people don't agree? Well, definitely might lose a few followers. I, I don't lose a lot, though. I think people, they, they kind of know that's something I do. And so they're just kind of like they may get mad, but they don't they don't usually not everyone in friends me. But <laughs> so but they but there, it, it at least creates dialogue, which was good. And I, and I feel like that one time that I did it um, the other day. There's other times where everyone just gets really mean to each other. Sometimes mm -hmm. even people get mean to people right. I don't agree. With. So, but with this one time, I feel like it it did create a conversation that was needed. A lot of people put out scripture for both sides, and um, and so it was good for for people to just really see like you know what one side believes and what the other side believes, and what God's word says about it, and they can make the decision for themselves. You know what they want to believe. Um, so I was very, very happy with the conversation that, that got started through that. Yes. I, I think it's awesome. You know, you and I have a lot of friends throughout the body of Christ. I mean, I could think about like on my phone, I probably have like most pastors. I mean, you, you know, that people would know, I mean, we have so many numbers. I know you do. And, uh, you know, it's hard sometimes because we navigate in different circles and we <laughs> love these people and we're friends with them. And then one friend may be beefing with another or all these different things. How do you best deal with that? Cause I know you do that very well. Um, that's, yeah, that's a really great question. <laughs> I, think, you know, I try to take a step back, you know, especially when I have, you know, friends, if I, you know, friends get mad at each other or whatever, you know, I might, yeah. I might try to not pick a side and listen to both sides, that yes. kind of stuff and just really hear people's hearts. Yes. Um, sometimes my head get in the way or flesh and I'd be like, Oh, nope, this one's, you know, and so I, right. I try like, listen, um, you know, of course, pray about it um, and just really listen to what the spirit is saying, because it is hard to navigate when you have um, a lot of your friends, a lot of different ministries and you're trying oh, yeah. to 
<laughs> navigate all that, you know, when people get jealous in ministry of each other. And so, oh, you're well, let, can we talk about that for a minute? That is one of the most obnoxious things to me. And yet I see it more and more. It happens to me. I just get so sad. Um, you know, there's so much of this, Jackie. What, what, what is it that they're jealous of? Can you kind of, I don't really understand it. Can you kind of elaborate on what you think is going on? Um, yeah, I think they just see like one platform is growing more than the other, you know, and, and more than theirs. And so I think they just, you know, just try then to find dirt on that person. I've seen that before where they, you know, again, they just try to find something wrong with them because they are just jealous that that person has more followers and they're trying to figure out maybe they have more followers because they did something wrong. You know, I don't know. There's just, there's just different things there, but it's like, it's so important, you know, when someone, and I think you actually posted about this today about when someone gets blessed, be happy for them, you know, right. don't, don't get jealous of someone else's blessing. You know, there's things that I'm praying for that um, friends of mine are, are, are having right now, like, and they've been praying for it too. And they're experiencing right. that, you know, and God can be testing me and seeing how I respond to their answered prayer. Am I going to rejoice with them or am I going to be jealous? And it's the same with ministry. Right. You know, it's like, God, God's going to bless us as we bless those other ministries and as we encourage them, even if they're growing more than we are, because it's really not about, you know, how many followers we have anyways. It's just really about uh, get like winning more souls, you know, and I, I, I totally understand, you know, like looking at numbers, I've done the same thing before. Um, but it's just so important to just really just like make the main thing, the main thing. And it's about, like you say, it's about souls. It's about, um, spending time with the Lord. It's about getting to the secret place. It's about knowing God more. That's really, that's success. Some people look at success as numbers, but right. really just about, did I love God more today um, than I did yesterday? Did I yes. treat um, people well? Did I um, tell someone about the Lord? That kind of thing. That's, that's true success. So good. That's so true. And you know, it's not always about, I mean, just because somebody has more followers doesn't mean they're more anointed. There's some demonic people that have tons of followers, yeah. you know, so we've got to test the spirits and have discernment in that area. But the, you know, there I've, I've been to some really small churches sometimes have, have the most amazing service. People are getting healed, set free, delivered, and it's not all over the television and you can't even see what's happening, but God's moving there, you know? So uh, when I was in uh, a denomination many years ago, you know, I used to see it was the the big pastors would get elevated, you know, the big churches, and they, they would always be the ones that speak. And a lot of times at that convention, uh, there would be a lot of smaller pastors there. And I mean, in size in their church and, and, you know, they would be discouraged because they, they, there, some great things are happening, but no one ever wants to hear about it because they're all focused on the big numbers. And now with social media, that's even been expounded upon even more. So I think we got to be careful in this and we got to make sure that it's not talent, it's anointing. Now you could be anointed and talented, but if it's just talent and not anointing, we need to be careful. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you can like try to find the right hashtags and algorithms and get a lot of followers. And it doesn't mean that you're the one that's you're following the Lord. You know, it's right. you can get followers the worldly way and not always through the anointing. So absolutely. Yeah. You know, you've worked at, you mentioned 13 years at Sid Roth. You've probably seen a lot of stuff there and so many great people of God come through. What are some big lessons that you've learned over the years? You know, what, what are some things that God's taught you in working there? Definitely faith. That's the biggest one for me, you know, because there are so many testimonies of stories that seemed, you know, impossible, you know, where people die and come back to life. And yeah. there's just been so many different stories that, that have helped me. So I think faith is definitely one. Um, another topic that's my favorite is when they talk about how to really get to know the Lord, like 
the secret place, like the how-tos, the how do I get there? How do I praise the Lord in those circumstances? How do I defeat discouragement? I, lo- I love those kind of things where they they get to your level and just really help you to really um, know, how, know how to know the Lord, know how to serve him. Um, and just, it's fun also having um, sometimes on the show, everyday people that no one knows about yeah. um, and just seeing all the amazing miracles God's done in their life and how it's, how it's transforming even our viewers. That's right. You know, you and your mom are both powerful in the Lord, uh, really respect both of you and have seen the Lord use both of you. How do you navigate where a lot of the body of Christ, I'm hoping it's less and less, but you know, don't like women in ministry. How do you, how do you deal with that? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, it, uh, they're definitely taking some scriptures out of context. You know, they, they have to understand that. I think Paul was addressing these certain women. He wasn't talking about all women and, and of course, you know, we're not supposed to usurp authority over men, but it's at the same time, it's like preaching the word. I mean, God said, go and preach the world to the world, right. you know, and, and he didn't say it was just for men. So there's, mm-hmm. there's, you know, one scripture after another that proves that the Lord, you know, it has empowered women to, to go out there and minister. So I, I definitely, you know, if I hear anyone say that, I would definitely encourage them to really look at the Bible in context. And I appreciate that you have laid out so many different scriptures that just shows that women can be out there preaching and speaking um, and declaring the word of the Lord, you know, so I just, for any women out there that feel, um, you know, just that oppressive spirit that they can't do that, I would encourage you just go for it. Do what God has called you to do. It's really his truth that matters and not man's opinion anyways. So good. And there's another group that you represent really well, and it's not going to be for long, but singles. Uh, (laughs) You've spoke a lot about uh, you know, waiting on the right man of God, um, you know, patient in the waiting. And you truly are. I mean, I've watched this. There's a lot of single people that watch this broadcast and, there, and a lot of people are praying for a spouse. What would you say to those people? Um, and, and this is, this could be of course for men and women, but for, for women, especially like for, for me, it has helped to know that Jesus is my husband, you know, and I, when I began to really see him in that way, that helped the most. I remember um, I think I was about to turn 27 and I was really discouraged about this. Mm. And, um, I remember him saying, you know, like, and like I was, I had the spirit of heaviness. It was a real spirit of discouragement and I don't, I couldn't feel like I could even get out of it. It was just really discouraging. And so I think a few days later, uh, the Lord said, you know, um, marry me. And, mm. I, and um, you know, and I knew, I, you know, I was saved for many years and I, I knew he was my husband, like in theory, but. Um, but I feel like when I really began to really see him that way, that has helped because, you know, like I really am married. I'm married to the Lord, you know, and that, that has totally helped me. And to, to also hold on to those words, you know, that's where I, um, I love, I do love prophetic words. And I, and I love when it confirms what God has said. And I go, God has told me that I'll get married. And so um, there's, there's been prophetic words that have confirmed that. So I will um, just remind myself of those words. Sometimes God, someone sent me an audio recording and I'll listen to that. Or someone texted me a word of a dream they had about me, and I'll read that over again. Or I'll um, look at scriptures that say God, you know, perfects those things that concern us and that kind of stuff. So I would really encourage anyone, you know, if you're believing for that, just to just remind yourself of the promise of God. Also, um, just be busy just doing the Lord's business. You know, um, he talks about seeking first the kingdom and then those other things will be added. So as we seek the Lord and we seek to be about his business, he's going to perfect those things that concern you. Yes. Uh, what do you think about the, the country right now? Are we in a place of no return or do you think the Lord is going to fix everything or what do you, what are you feeling about the current state of affairs? 
Um, I definitely think that we're kind of uh, at a at a crossroads for sure, and I think it can go one way or the other. But I think the church really needs to wake up, and I, I love how you talk about we need you know more repentance. We need more repentance in the church. You know, God says, "If my people who are called by my name," so it means that the church has to humble themselves and repent. And so I feel like there absolutely is hope. I, I definitely don't feel like the Lord is finished, but I do feel like right now He is trying to wake us up and call us to repentance so that he can bring healing to our land. So I definitely feel like that, that healing will, will come. I don't, I definitely also believe in the end times. I know those events will happen. I think they can be delayed for a time and that the Lord is, you know, going to bring some time of more prosperity um, to America. And I I definitely feel like that could happen. And so again, I just feel like we're, you know, the Lord saying the balls in our court, the balls right. of the church right now. So certainly is. I 100% agree. I know the listeners are agreeing with you right now. It, it is a time to stand. It is a time to occupy. It is a time to stand by the entirety of the word of God. It's a time of course correction where, you know, if we've made something else an idol, you know, we're not attacking yeah. a person. We don't, I'm not no. against any person. Somebody say, well, you know, uh, you don't like prophecy. That's nonsense. I don't like no. false prophecy. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's all. It's not that I don't like prophecy. I don't like false prophecy, but I, I'm fine with prophecy. I love prophecy. We have some mutual friends that are great friends that operate in the prophetic regularly, you know, and, and they're dear friends of mine. I have them on the show all the time and they have me on their shows. And, and so, you know, I just think it's a time of, of humbling ourselves. And by the way, we don't have every answer. But the good news is every answer is in the word of God and God does have every answer. And so that's why we got to hear his voice. You know, before we go, (laughs) how do you hear the voice of the Lord, Jackie? What is the process that you that you learned this, that you know that God speaks to you? And how do you do that? A lot of times it just sounds like my uh, thought in my head, you know, Um, sometimes he'll remind me of something at work. That's This has happened many times at work, actually, where he'll remind me of something that I almost forgot that would have been, that could have cost me a lot of time. Yes. Or, you know, I remember back when I was doing online college, he would sometimes down, like I would have this issue. I'm like, oh no, like, how do I solve this problem? Maybe right. it was a technical computer problem or whatever. And he would just put the, just totally download the answer, that kind right. of thing. So normally it's that sometimes to me, it's also dreams. Um, he's definitely led me in different areas through dreams, uh, um, and also just through people speaking something into my life that confirms something he's already said. Um, sometimes he'll remind me of a scripture at a certain time and it's exactly what I need at that moment. Um, that's important to really get into the words that he can, the Holy spirit can then remind us of some of those scriptures because if we're never reading it, he can't remind us of that. So, um, those are just a few of the ways that. The Lord speaks to me. Yes, you you do a really good job in walking in love. And I know sometimes people can be very vicious and rude, but you always respond very well. How have you learned this discipline? Because a lot of people don't have that discipline. How have you learned that? Yeah, well, and, I, and to be honest, I think I'm still kind of learning sometimes. Is, sometimes the flesh comes out. But um, but yeah, I feel like uh, if I if I try to definitely see them as a hurt person, you know, like there was a saying that my mom always told me whenever someone would hurt me and she was like, hurt people, hurt people. And so I, if I just think, oh, they're really hurting, they've been through a really hard time. They've been through some things I can't even imagine that going through, you know, if I look at it that way, um, that can definitely help me to walk in love. You know, if I try to see all the things the Lord's forgiven me of, you know, that can help me to forgive those people. So um, those are just a couple of ways I think, but I definitely, again, something I've, I'm having to walk through myself too. <laughs> 
We're always learning. That's the whole thing. Yeah. We're always learning. And that's that's where I think people miss it, where it's like they think they got to be perfect and pastors yeah. are perfect or ministry people are perfect. And then then they're like fighting, like you said, instead of just humbling themselves and course correcting, they're standing on something that's false. And we can't do that. So the right. deal is, is like, you know what? We all mess up sometimes. I really respected you put up a post like a week ago and I shared it. And it was basically along the lines of what I'm saying is you said, you know, this was going on and I was distracted, you know, along those lines, I was listening to these people, that people. And then I got back in the word and, and I just thought that is the ultimate symbol of a good leader right there. What you just did, because it's like, I think people appreciate, look, no one's going to get it a hundred percent all the time other than God, you know? So the deal is like, how do we navigate it? And when we do find that we've said something wrong or done something wrong or listened to something that wasn't true, then we course correct. And then I just love it. It was such an amazing post. And it's like, why don't people get that, Jackie? Again, it's just like they just love to hold on to their pride. They love to be right. You know, and I think if we try to let go of the need to always be right, and I've, I've dealt with that many times, you know, where I'm like, right. I want to be right, you know, but so if we just let go of that need to always be right, you know, and, and just even also in an argument, if we're arguing with somebody and it's like, it's not going anywhere, sometimes it's like arguing with a demon, you yes. know, we just have it to is. like to be right, you know, all the time. And so again, that's something I'm walking through. I know we're we're all, we've all probably dealt with that at some point or another, but if we can just, yeah, let go of that and just try to walk in God's love, God's peace, yes. uh, all the fruits of the spirit, which I think another thing is we need to get more into the presence of the Lord so yes. we can experience his joy, experience his peace so that we can then um, walk in that. You nailed it. You know, I know you got to get back to work. I want to just give an opportunity. Somebody's listening today and something mm -hmm. has touched their heart about what you said, because there's an anointing on what you're saying. It's just very real, very pure. They're, like I can say, Jackie has no motive. That's uh, one of the few people that I, I can say that about. Isn't that crazy? But it's like she literally just loves the Lord and wants to speak truth. And so I think it's resonating with the folks. Uh, would you mind praying over the people right now? Just anybody that's felt the presence of the Lord today? Yes, absolutely. Well, Father, I just want to lift up each person that's watching. And I just thank you, Lord, that you know what situation they're going through right now. Many of them are discouraged. I know it because I've seen it all over Facebook. People are weary. They're discouraged. They're tired. They're tired of fighting. Um, they feel hopeless. And this is just such an issue right now that I see throughout the body of Christ, not just the world, but even the body of Christ. So I thank you, Lord, um, just for renewing their strength, that they will get their strength from you. You said to Moses, you know, um, that my presence will go with you yes. and I'll rest. And you also say, come to me, all who are weary and I'll give you rest. The rest is only found in your presence. And so I thank you, Lord, that each person will set aside time to come into your presence, to read the word, to listen to what you're saying, not just come and read a list of things they want you to do yes. for them, but actually listen to what you're saying to them, to be encouraged that their faith will be strengthened, I thank you, Lord, that um, if they don't have their prayer language, that they'll even get their prayer language, be able to pray in the spirit, pray those mysteries to you. I just thank you, Lord, just for helping them, whatever situation they're in, to hold on to you, to hold on to that yes. hope you give them. If they have children that are not walking with the Lord, I thank you that this is the year that their children are going to come back to you. I thank you, Lord, if they're single, they want to get married. I just thank you, Lord, that you're leading them to the right person. You're making the right connections. You're giving them faith to believe again for that. I thank you, Lord, for helping them to be able to dream again, to dream your dreams, to yes. see things from your perspective, to just fight from a place of victory, not for victory. I thank you, Lord, that they will get into the word and just remind themselves of who they are in you and who you are and to be greatly encouraged in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Amen. I know somebody was just touched by that. Very powerful prayer. Jackie Duvall, uh, you have a couple of websites. I mean, you know, Facebook page, which one can people follow on you? What's the best way for them to follow you? Yeah. So um, there's just, uh, there's Jackie Duvall. Um, and then there's also one called spiritual coffee for your morning. Yes. Either one of those. Um, and I'll definitely post usually every day, something hopefully encouraging for, for everyone. Amazing. And you have the spiritual coffee in the morning, right? That's the other one. We're going to put those <laughs> links uh, in the broadcast here so you can follow Jackie. She's putting out amazing anointed content every day. And this is an amazing woman of God. And I just see the Lord expanding your territory. Jackie, I see you as like a modern day real, just, you know, I don't want to say names and then compare you, but you know, the Amy Simpleman Pearson's of the world, the Catherine Coleman's, I really see you walking into a very powerful call. You're already doing it, but I got something in my eye. Sorry. <laughs> the enemy doesn't want me saying this, uh, but you know, I just really believe it's true. I really believe I'm watching it and I'm just, and I, and I don't, it's going to be different than them. But what I'm saying is the Lord is going to use you in a very powerful way in this revival, in this generation. And so I just want to bless you. And Lord, we just thank you for Jackie. We pray uh, that there would be no retaliation from this amazing interview. I believe many people have been touched. And I just pray, Lord, that you'd open the right doors, you'd close the wrong doors, and you continue to lift up this amazing woman of God. We just thank you for her ministry and her family. And we give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Jackie, super proud of you. You did an amazing job. You're a great person to interview. And uh, I look forward to speaking to you again sometime soon. Well, thank you. Me too. <laughs> Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I really love the towels. They're really great. They're super absorbent. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know we're having the biggest clearance sale ever. Get our six-piece towel sets for only $29.88 with your promo code. My towel sets are made with proprietary technology and include two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get our six-piece towel sets. Originally $99.98, then on sale for $49.98. Now we're closing them out for only $29.88 while supplies last. Once they're gone, they're gone, so please order now.